Hello, everybody. My name is Brian Rundle, and this is another edition of Run's House. Thank you for joining me today. We will be talking about the New York Times story that Vladimir Putin had paid members of the Taliban to kill American soldiers. We will also discuss how the president of the United States retweeted a video with a gentleman yelling out white power. And finally, a study was conducted on people who watch Fox News or the equivalent on whether or not they were duped about the coronavirus. You're going to be shocked by the results. Let's get this show started. So I always do a new show on Mondays, and I try to wait as long as I can in the weekend so I can make sure nothing's breaking, and I try to be as current as I possibly can on a podcast. Obviously, it's not live, so I cannot do that. So I kind of wanted to wait a few days to see what the president's reaction was from the breaking story on Friday night from the New York Times that said Vladimir Putin had paid the Taliban to kill American soldiers. Now, that is a huge, huge story. And American intelligence has verified that that is the case, that Vladimir Putin did, in fact, pay Taliban criminals to kill American soldiers. The very Taliban that Donald Trump once wanted to invite to Camp David to have a meeting of peace. Now, that right there, just that sentence right there should have turned off every single American to Donald Trump. But no, there's still a strong force behind him. We'll get into those idiots in a minute. But anyway, Donnie's buddy, Vladimir Putin, who is making a mockery of this president. And I don't know if Donald Trump knows it or not. I don't know if he's smart enough to know it or if something really is going on where Vladimir Putin kind of has him by the balls and Donald Trump knows it. So he just kind of has to do what his daddy says. But anyway, I wanted to wait to see what the reaction was from the White House and how they were going to respond to this. And there's only a few ways to go. And the one that they chose was that the president was never briefed on this. So as somebody that follows politics and I'm interested in this stuff, I got to decide whether or not that's something I believe or something I don't believe. I don't believe it. I do believe he was told, and part of the reason why I believe he was told is because a couple of American intelligence officials have said that he was told, and it was on the president's daily briefing. Now, one thing I absolutely can believe is that if it was on the briefing, Donald Trump may not have read it or saw it because all indications, all reports from people who worked in his White House say the briefings are worthless for this guy pretty much because either he just goes off in tangents or he gets bored or he doesn't really engage in them or he doesn't look at them every single day. Could you imagine the president of the United States doesn't look at daily briefing reports? The word daily is in it. That means you should be looking at it. Okay, so he's not looking at the daily briefing reports, they said, and they said he was never told about it. Okay, so if he was never told about it, I would like to know why. Why was he never told that Vladimir Putin had set the Taliban up to kill American soldiers? Could it be that the people around him 
are so scared to report anything negative about Vladimir Putin, if that's true, if he was never told, I could believe that. So if there was proof that he was never told, which he was, I know he was, I suspect that he was not told because of the reaction that he would have gotten or they would have gotten from Donald Trump about ratting on his buddy, Vladimir Putin. Now, it sounds like I'm being facetious when I say his buddy, but he is obviously enamored with Vladimir Putin. He's enamored with dictators. He actually said he had a love affair with Kim Jong-un. And, you know, this has been said before. Could you imagine Barack Obama saying that he had a love affair with Kim Jong-un? Could you imagine if it came out that American soldiers had a bounty on their head from Vladimir Putin and it was possible he was told about it with Fox News and they would lose their this would be their Benghazi times a thousand so this really should be the Democrats Benghazi times a thousand especially if it comes out that he was told because what makes it more infuriating if he was told in March two months later in May he's trying to get Vladimir Putin back into the G7 so with knowledge that the Taliban was paid to kill American soldiers, and two months later he's trying to get them back into the G7, what other proof do you need to know that this guy is the worst president in the history of this country by far, and he ranks amongst the worst leaders in the history of the world? I, I'm not sure where he ranks. I'd have to go and kind of do some research on that, but, you know, you know where you rank in the top 10 uh, most wanted? You know, that's not a good list to be on. I'm I'm going to say that Donald Trump would probably be in that top 10 of worst leaders of all time. But again, here's where I'm not being facetious about his love affair, if you want to call that, with Vladimir Putin. I mean, before he became president when he was running, he called Vladimir Putin a strong leader. He blocked language from the party platform ahead of the RNC that called for the U.S. government to send lethal weapons to Ukraine for its war against Russian proxies. How about when he called on Russia to hack into the Democratic National Committee to find Hillary's 30,000 emails? He literally called out for another a foreign adversary to hack in to American interests to look for Hillary Clinton's 30,000 emails. Despite pretty much every American intelligence agency telling him that Vladimir Putin and Russia interfered into the 2016 election, he said in front of the world in Helsinki, which to me, this still is the number one thing that has infuriated me up until this point, was he told the world Vladimir Putin pretty much had nothing to do with it because Vladimir Putin was very strong in his language and he told me very strongly he didn't do it. And I said, yes, sir, you sure didn't. And I'm going to go now tell the world and go tell my intelligence agencies, my hardworking country's intelligence agencies that they were wrong. Do you know why you're wrong? Because Mr. Putin said very strongly that he didn't do it. Well, I got to tell you, that's great work, Mr. President. That is great investigative work. You did a great job. That is infuriating 
as an American, period. And, you know, the phony patriots on the other side who claim they're Mr. and Mrs. America and that the soldiers and them, all that, actually sat there, listened to him say this, and whatever their excuse, I don't even remember what it was, but it doesn't even matter. He clearly said it in front of the world, and I will never forget that, ever. He said he was open to lifting the sanctions that Barack Obama imposed on Russia for interfering in our election. Why would, what is the purpose of him doing that? He shared highly classified information with Russian officials when they came to the White House in the Oval Office. Remember that? He congratulated Vladimir Putin on his sham election because that's what it was. It was a big sham. But he called up and congratulated him anyway, even though many of his own officials said, do not do that. It's not a good idea. Now, Vlad's my buddy. I'm going to call him and say, great job on that BS election, just like his. And then, of course, he temporarily froze aid to Ukraine, which got him impeached, should have had him removed from office had it not been for a few weak Republicans, and also blocking witnesses to testify, including John Bolton, who seems to want to run his mouth now. So you think that's all the weekend's going to bring until, of course, Donald Trump does what he does best, and that is tweet. That's Donald Trump's best attribute, is tweeting. And it's terrible. I mean, the things he tweets are horrible and misleading and terrible, but it works for him. And really, that's more than half his job, it seems like. I mean, there are days where this guy tweets out like 25, 30 things within two hours. I'm like, what, what are you doing? He's sitting on his phone like some bored college student in class and just tweeting out stuff. But he tweeted out another doozy, retweeted. I should say. There is a retirement community in mid-central Florida called The Villages. The Villages is definitely Trump country. Do you remember before the 2012 election, Mitt Romney was on the campaign trail and he was amongst a group of people and started singing America the Beautiful? As painful as that was to watch, is cringeworthy. That was at The Villages, which is a major retirement community in the state of Florida. It is got, it's got like 125,000 residents. Now, the one funny thing about the villages, it's, I don't know, you can call it rumor, but the rumor about the villages is it is one of the most highly infested communities with STDs. The people are running around that community like crazy, just boning and banging each other. True or not true, I have no idea, but it's hilarious. So for the purposes of this podcast, it's going to be true. Why not? There's also a rumor that people in the villages put different colored loofahs on their cars, and each one means a different thing. And they all have some sort of sexual connection to it. So if it's yellow, you're down for threesomes. If it's pink, you're gay, if you're, I don't know. There's all kinds of different ones that I've heard. Again, rumor. I don't know if it's 100% true, but just like the STD thing, right now it's true because it's funny. So anyway, this retirement community, as you would suspect, is loaded with Trump supporters. 
and apparently they go around in their little golf carts and have all kinds of Trump stuff on there. So there are some people in the neighborhood who are not Trump supporters. They're in the minority, but there are some people in the neighborhood who aren't. So as these people are parading by in their golf carts with their Trump stuff and yelling out Trump rules and all that crazy stuff, the people, there are some people on the side of the road who are holding their signs, anti-Trump signs saying Trump sucks, you suck, all that stuff. Well, there was a video of this parade of golf carts going by and one guy yells out white power that's on the video that donald trump retweeted he tweets out that video with his regular nonsense thank you to the great people of the villages the radical left do nothing democrats will fall in the fall corrupt joe is shot see you soon so i always like to try to be fair and the guy driving by was goaded a little bit. You know, the guy's yelling out at him, you know, where's your KKK mask and where's your KKK and you're a racist. And the guy turned back and said, white power, white power. Now, again, that doesn't give him an excuse to yell out white power. White power obviously is racist in its nature by yelling out white power. So I don't care if he was goaded. I don't care if he, if somebody goaded me on something, I would never yell out white power. That's not, that wouldn't even come to my mind. If they were calling me racist, I have no idea why they would, but I wouldn't yell out white power. I'd say, what the hell are you talking about? What is your proof that I'm racist? That's what I think I would say. But of course they asked officials, the White House, about this video. And you'll never guess what they said. Oh, Mr. Trump had no idea that that was on the video. Does this guy know anything? Seriously. I mean, every single time you have to answer for this guy, the the response is he didn't know. Or the other favorite one, he was just joking, just kidding. But then, of course, Donald Trump turns around and screws them and says, I wasn't kidding. What are you talking about? I don't kid, he said last week after they asked him, were you kidding about reducing the number of tests so the numbers go down? He flat said, I, listen, I don't kid. So... He didn't know about Vladimir Putin's bounty on American soldiers that happened to be on his daily press briefings. And he didn't know that this guy yelled out white power. I'm starting to think this guy's not fit to be president. What do you guys think? I mean, this guy does things either without knowing or he, or he knows. And he's doing what I said a few shows ago. He's just shading us. He's trolling us and he thinks that that's funny and cool. That his supporters are going to love that. Watch me drive liberals crazy. I'm going to do this and then say I don't know anything about it. What a shame that that is in the realm of possibilities. I don't believe it is 2020. And it feels more like 1920. I This is just insane what is going on. And what drives me even more insane is that their side looks at us and says we're crazy. We're falling for it. We're falling for the fake news. Nothing that this guy does is wrong. Everything that's being reported is fake, and all the fake news is just a ploy to bring down our hero. I don't know how he does it. I have to give it to him. I mean, I really do. I ha- you have to at least give it to the guy that he knows how to really target low information and low intelligence people. And I'm starting to see more and more and more of just how prevalent that is in this country because of Donald Trump. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's good that we're, we're having these people exposed. But really, right now, it's to our detriment. And if somehow this guy wins again in November, 
we might be the stupidest country on the planet. And that's saying a lot because there's some dumb countries. But we might shoot right to the top of the list if this guy gets elected again. And I say that with no qualms whatsoever. I still love this country. I love everything about it. I love exactly what this country represents. But this president doesn't represent what this country is all about. And neither do his fervent supporters. Well, finally, there was a study done with data-driven evidence, which with this audience, I would suspect, is normal and something that you like because it educates you. With the other side, they don't like evidence. Evidence is a bad thing. It's fake news. But speaking of the fake news, you're not going to believe the shocking results of this study. This is why I brought this up at the end of the show, because it's. I'd like to leave everybody with, you know, in the beginning, I say that there is a study done on whether or not Fox News told the truth about the coronavirus. And I knew that would keep you guys waiting till the very end because you're like, oh my gosh, I got to hear the results of this study. Okay, you guys ready? You're not going to believe it. Fox News and others like Fox News, like the Rush Limbaugh's of the world and the Sean Hannity's and the other moronic idiots, they were not telling the truth about the coronavirus. There it is. They were not telling the truth. And the all the other channels that Donald Trump deems as Fox News was, for the most part, telling the truth. If anything did come out from the channels that Donald Trump and his sycophants call fake news, if anything did come out that may have been off, I mean, they didn't report it as this is not a real thing. Don't worry about it. It might have been a mistake or it might have been, you know, some false information in the beginning, but then they corrected it. But it was clear that Fox News and the like, completely misled the American people. And in some respects, they still are. By going around and still not telling everybody to wear a mask is misleading. You know, and it's so frustrating to me that I, we're still, ha first of all, that we're even having a battle about masks. How is this political? I just don't understand it. This is your health. And not only just your health. It is the blueprint on getting things back to normal. Now we have to shut down bars again. Now we, and I'm I'm telling you right now, watch and see that we're going to have to shut down again for the most part. It's going to happen. Donald Trump didn't want to shut down because he didn't want to hurt the economy. Well, the economy's been hurt anyway. They partially shut down some places, they partially didn't, and then they said, "Okay, we shut down for a few weeks." Let's get everything back open. Now they're trying to rush everything back open. And it's a disaster, especially in my state of Florida. It is a disaster here. A disaster. Everybody said it was coming. They said Florida was going to be the epicenter of the coronavirus come summertime. And it probably already was. But according to a lot of the reports here that the numbers were being fudged here in Florida, especially in the beginning. So... They weren't reporting bad numbers, and it was making Ron DeSantis look good. There was even a big article about Ron DeSantis. I want to say it was, believe it or not, it was in the Washington Post or New York Times about what is Governor DeSantis doing right because Florida's numbers really aren't that high. Fake news. There's your fake news. You know what? They finally got us because if that was the Washington Post or the New York Times, 
on that one instance, I'm going to agree with him. Fake news, because he's doing nothing right. He misled just like the president misled. And now Florida is screwed, and they're screwed for a while. I've said this last week. Why do people keep talking about the second wave of the coronavirus? We're still on the first. When is the first wave going away? We may see the first wave still go into 2021. The only wave I want to see going into 2021 is a blue wave. That's it. Look, I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be upset. But there's too many elements around me that are making me upset. You know, I've had people say to me before, you know, gosh, you really hate Donald Trump. And I don't, I don't hate anybody, but I strongly dislike this guy. Oh, wow, you take him too seriously. Well, listen, yeah, I take the president of the United States seriously. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, he's just, you know, I think he's funny. He's hilarious. Well, to me, he's not hilarious. I mean, the president, you know, I can have a president that's funny, but if your idea of him being hilarious is saying the dumbest things that he could possibly say to get under the skin of other Americans, to me, it's just not funny. And I get it. I get the bad guy kind of funny thing. I'm all down for that. But I'm down for that when, you know, you're watching one of those Jerry Springer shows and you know the guy who's always up on the stage and he's yelling back at the crowd. You can't stand that guy, but you want him on the screen. You got to see that guy because he's hilarious. That's the kind of hilarious jerk that I want to see on TV. Not the president of the United States. Are you kidding me? Hey, I'm all worked up. All right, I'm going to go calm down. I'm going to calm down. I got a brand new puppy, and she's literally staring at me right now. I assume she needs to go outside, although she hasn't gotten that down 100% yet, so it's possible I walk out in the living room and, ah, forget it. Don't worry about it. All right, guys, thank you again for downloading this. You can follow me on Twitter at brun13. And please, guys, if you can, I know, you know, look, I'm asking you to do something. It'll take you two minutes to do it. But even sometimes somebody tells me or asks me to do something that I know will only take two minutes, I delay it forever because just anything that is not on my regular agenda, it's hard for me to remember. But if you can, if you do like the show, please find a place where you can go and give it a five-star rating and a review. Apple Podcast does it. Podchaser does it. You know, anywhere that you can do it, I really appreciate it. It does nothing but help the show, and I want to... Thank everybody that has retweeted my show out. That definitely helps a lot. So if I can ask you to keep doing that, I would really, really appreciate that. But I will be back again on Friday. Hopefully we have a good edition of Bar Talk. Our buddy Dave had his baby. So I think he should be able to come on with us on Wednesday to record. And then I will have that show for you on Friday. But thank you guys again for listening. Have a great week, and we will talk to you again soon.